This is Melanie Ake, your host for Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today on Everyday Leaders, you'll meet Ron Cram, the CEO of The Strategies, a physical rehabilitation organization that provides services to improve our quality of life. Ron shares how to prevent you or your loved ones from becoming an alarming statistic for a first-time fall. The time is now. Learn about these services in our community. Start your personal growth journey today. Learn how to be an everyday leader in your life. Go to everydayleaders.com where you can register for classes to develop your own leadership strategies. Or gather with us each morning for our leadership devotionals. You can also invest in yourself with personal life coaching. Remember, you can still help us fill the Airstream Mobile Studio with shoes and backpacks. We're supporting Olivia Russo Hood's Save the Earth Project and our own Hoosier Foster Care Agencies. Go to everydayleaders.com for our schedule of local collection sites and dates. Thank you so much for your support in being everyday leaders in our community. Welcome to Everyday Leaders 50 and 50. Ron Cram, thanks for joining today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we go way back. So people that are listening to this, we played softball together, gosh, I want to say early 90s. (laughs) Early 90s. Early 90s. And it was funny because LinkedIn, again, another social media platform, um, we just kept following each other. And I said, Ron, I love what you're doing. I really want you to share your story on Everyday Leaders because you live here locally uh, in Greenwood and what you're doing in the community that you're serving is so important for so many of our families that are suffering with uh, Parkinson's and, and other things that you, uh, strategies is your company now. And so I want you to tell people a lot about your passion as a physical therapist and uh, and really identifying with helping people, uh, your journey about this. So uh, again, thanks for coming on and share with this your just your kind of your story of how you got started in this. Sure. Well, uh, you know, early on, even before I knew you, Melanie, we uh, I, I knew I wanted to do something in healthcare, and I really was drawn to physical therapy. It was just uh, something that I love the interaction you got to have with the patient every single day, and you actually saw them get better. Uh, and you know, from the start of their injury, whether that was an athlete or uh, a geriatric person or even a pediatric person, you know, going from where they started to getting them to reach some goals and hit their their goals uh, and being a part of that was really the part I loved. I mean, I looked at I looked at you know being a physician and 
people come in and you see them and you give them give them a prescription and then you don't see them again for you know maybe a year. Uh, but with therapy, you know, the day they start, you're starting at square one with them, and you do take a journey together. You're you're starting out together. You know, you get invested in in what they're trying to get accomplished, and you know everybody you know tries to achieve that goal and being being able to have the skill set to help somebody get to that point is you know just a I don't to me is amazing I mean that's that's why I, I love it because uh to see the end result is, is just uh, just unbelievable so you know I've been a physical therapist now for 30 years which seems like a really long time <laughs> uh but uh you know through that I really you know I worked with patients a lot and that was how I started out but I got into management really early too and, and what I found with management was that you know, I was able to teach other therapists how to uh, take people on that journey to get them better. And so that's really probably more my uh, strength and my passion is to actually uh, train therapists to, to become better therapists and become better uh, caregivers. And um, the way it's blossomed has just been, you know, a great, a great story over the years. Um, you know, I grew another company, we, we got really big and uh, I left that in 2006 and wanted to kind of, because of family and, and not wanting to be traveling all the time and doing that all the time, kind of scale back a little bit and started Rehab Strategies. Uh, and Rehab Strategies, we are, like you said, an Indiana-based company. Um, we help hospitals and nursing homes uh, with their therapy departments. So we do physical occupational speech therapy, um, and we provide the service. We provide the management and the actual the therapist. So uh, all the therapists that work in our facilities are are our employees, um, and that really gives us a lot of uh, cohesion and a lot of team teamwork, uh, team building. Um, and the and the facilities rely on us as being the expert in that care. And so, um, you know, we've been doing that since 2006. And then, uh, probably about eight years ago, uh, we saw that this baby boomer population that was kind of coming into the long-term care arena. Now they were, they were different than the generation before them because they've been used to being active and working out and doing, uh, and exercising, uh, and really being involved in that. And so we saw a real need for services for that population. So we actually started uh, wellness strategies, which is our wellness program. And that's a really great adjunct to therapy. So, now, when somebody's in in uh, you know their their regular physical therapy, once we see that they're getting ready to discharge and you know they've they've reached their goals, we don't want them to slide back. So now we've incorporated wellness strategies where we slide them right from physical therapy into either personal training or classes, uh, and it's kind of their and they they don't have to do anything if they don't want to, but it gives them an option to be able to maintain their lifestyle. So. Mm-hmm that we don't have these, these regressions and these slidebacks and we'll start over from scratch again, you know, a year down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so that's do been you, great. So do you offer those so health, um, those wellness programs then to employment, um, just employers around? We actually, so we actually do it mostly with the senior population mm-hmm. and we do it in our, we work with a lot of skilled nursing facilities. And so we will put the program in their skilled nursing facility and it's great for them, too, because it gets them really involved with the community. So mm-hmm. people that uh, – well, a lot of people don't realize, like, when you are doing therapy in a nursing home, 85% of our patients that we are treating in a nursing home actually 
get better and go home. Mm-hmm. So they don't, they don't stay there forever. They, you know, they, they're there for short-term rehab. They get better, they go home. Um, so the wellness program is something that they can come back into the facility for either classes. Uh, and we have classes we're talking like, uh, we have geriatrics doing Tai Chi, Pilates, yoga, weightlifting, uh, all kinds of, all kinds of different activities like that. We also have even specialized into um, some of the Parkinson's stuff, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. which would include the climb, uh, which is a exercise program for Parkinson's specifically, as well as rock steady boxing. And rock steady boxing is like catching fire because, you know, it's, it's geriatric people doing boxing activities mm-hmm. and it's what they kind of, the kind of exercise and workout they kind of grew up with. So they love it. And it's got such great clinical uh, benefits that, uh, you know, we're seeing, we're seeing great things happening with it. So, Tell me about that. Um, so, because I think that's, that's been kind of in the news, right? Uh, so many yeah, people have, huge. yeah. And so when you think about the clinical benefits of rock boxing for this particular set of patients, what do we see, uh, what improves or what are they able to, to overcome? Um, by learning some of these skills? Well, oftentimes with Parkinson's, you know, you get a lot of uh, rigidity uh, and stiff movement um, and even uh, not not balanced movement. So in other words, maybe the right side is moving better than the left side. So when we incorporate the rock steady boxing, we're doing these reciprocal movements that are actually making you use both sides of the body. So it's keeping it, it it's keeping you uh, coordinated helping with coordination. Also, we're doing a lot of stretching activity with it as well. And a lot of activities that uh, work on breathing, actually, actually, believe it or not, you know, one of the biggest problems with a lot of these things is, is just people being able to breathe through an activity. So it works with their breathing and their sequencing. Um, and, and it becomes more incorporated in the movement instead of having to think about the movement. So it's more fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happens a lot of times with those neurological disorders is you really have to start, you know, you have to, they concentrate and focus so much on the movement that it becomes uncoordinated. Mm-hmm. So the rock state boxing really incorporates that and keeps it like a really nice fluid movement. Um, and like I said, it's, it really is catching fire. I mean, um, rock state boxing was actually started here locally by, um, former prosecutor, Marion County prosecutor, Scott Newman got involved in it with one of his friends that was, uh, a boxer. And since that time it's taken off nationally, it's, it's really uh, a huge thing. now. It's a huge thing. And I know when, uh, locally, when you all were working with patients and, and it was getting some publicity, I thought, wow, that's something that did we create that right. And when you say Scott Newman, you know, that's a, that's a local kind of name that people can connect to, but uh, that's where it started, and it's really effective. And so uh, when was that? T- give us a timeline of, of when that started. I think I think Scott Newman probably got involved in it probably like eight to ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and personally, it's because he was personally battling with uh, early-onset Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and he wanted to fight it. And so <laughs> the way he fought it was by, by boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's had great results with it, and, since that time, I mean, countless people have had great results with it. It's, it's by far our most popular class that we offer. Um, you know, we even rock steady boxing itself is really specific to Parkinson's patients, but uh, we've incorporated it with other activities. You know, for any geriatric, just to keep the, their cardiovascular health and keep their again their coordinated movements and that type of thing. So, uh, it's really been 
it's really been phenomenal. I think that's great because you think about the things that, you know, in medicine, and I've been in medicine for a long time, and I think about the things that doctors invent for one particular disease or process, and then they share it with something else, and it really helps a whole different population. And so that's what I think about when you when you talk about this is, you know, bringing it into having therapy for all patients uh, or wellness programs, right? Because it gives you that sense of balance and using all those um, skill sets. And so that's really, as a therapist, you have to kind of think about the journey for a patient, right? Where were they? Did they have an accident? Do they just need rehab from a surgery? Or um, are we trying to make them just stronger all around? Well, and that's, that, that was the really beauty of that, the wellness part to that was that now we have a really good coordinated effort between wellness and therapy so that, you know, if the wellness trainer is seeing that somebody's having a little bit of a slide back and like, hey, they're, they're not they're not able to do now what they were able to do a month ago. We need to get them back in therapy. And so the whole idea is to keep these people functioning at their highest level uh, so that they can lead a long, healthy life and, uh, you know, not be encumbered by, by illness or weakness or what have you. So now the wellness trainer can actually take that person and refer them back to therapy and go, hey, you need to get back in therapy. They need to give you a tune-up, and then you start wellness again. But we're seeing it keeps people at such a higher level you know, having that kind of coordinated effort because historically what happened in therapy is you would, like you said, you'd go through your acute therapy after a surgery or an illness or, or what have you, and we'd get you functioning at top level, and then you'd go home and sit. Mm-hmm. And a year later, you're back to square one again, and then you're coming back going, I need to get in therapy again, and, and you're starting, you know, at a really low level. The other thing, too, is that we're trying to do is that, you know, we're trying to prevent, uh, you know, kind of tragic injuries from from falls or what have you and if we can be if we can be on the preventative side of that and keep that from happening on the front end uh, you know it it extends that that healthy living for so much longer and you know there's there's just huge numbers of of basically once somebody has once somebody has one fall they're they're 87 percent likely to have another fall within a in a year so we can prevent that first fall we're going to prevent them from having future falls. So it's really keeping that person at their optimal level of, of function. That's a pretty high percentage. You think about it's that. It's huge. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realize that either. Yeah. 87%. Yeah. And so what would you say the cause of the first fall is? What do you see? Well, the, you know, balance is really comprised of, of three different uh, portions of, of your physiology. You've got your vestibular system, which is kind of your, your inner ear. Uh, system. You also have your proprioception, which is basically the, uh, the the muscles and the nerves in the lower extremity feeding the brain, kind of telling you, "Hey, we've got to. I'm, I'm losing my balance. This way, I'm losing my balance that way. If that declines, obviously it's leading falls." And then the third third piece of that's vision. Uh, so as we start to lose our vision, you know, macular degeneration or or cataracts or what have you, you know, we use our we use our eyes to to keep us upright. So it could be any one of those three factors that could lead to a fall. Now, typically what you have happen is the person who has the fall wants to bring, blame it on an external factor. Well, the rug was loose, the, the chair moved, the you know, <laughs> what have you. But usually that's not really the case um, because if that was the case, then young people would be falling all the time too, and that's not happening. So um, the way we'd go about that is we, we actually do some uh, really – high-level balance testing. We actually use some, some diagnostic equipment to make it less threatening. Mm-hmm. So we can, have, we can do a 
preventative uh, balance test on somebody or, or a predictable fall test on somebody and put them on this machine and actually tell them, you know, hey, for your age group, you're in the normal age group. You're, you're not susceptible to having a fall. Or we can look at that and go, hey, you haven't any falls yet, but we notice that you're on this end of the, of the range here that makes you a little more susceptible for a fall. And we could do a little deeper investigation and find out is it vestibular proprioception or vision. And then we can work with you in therapy to help correct that so you don't have a fall. Mm -hmm. And so we get a lot of buy-in that way, too, because obviously if we can prevent it on the front end, people are much happier about that than trying to figure out what to do after they fall. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a big change, too, because historically, again, we never took care of somebody's fall until after they had their first fall. Mm -hmm. And even with that, they're 87% chance of falling again within that first year. So we got to prevent that first fall. So we've really come a long way on that preventative side uh, instead of being, you know, kind of reactionary therapy. We're, we're doing a lot more proactive therapy now. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just kind of how medicine is evolving. You know, it, it, we're trying to protect and prevent. And so a lot of families though, you know, when we're still uh, a lot of people that are getting, uh, they're retired and they're living by themselves or, you know, they have different family situations and so what would you recommend if they're listening to this for them to be able to do to say, well, how do I get assessed? How do I get assessed to make sure that I'm okay? Well, you know, and that, that's great. That, that's great because that's what we're trying to do, outreach to the community and say, hey, come into one of our facilities. We do therapy. Uh, we do the therapy and the wellness both at, at Hooverwood uh, on the north uh, west side of Indianapolis. And we also do therapy at Westminster Village North on the northeast side as well as uh, Meadows Manor North out in Terre Haute. And, you know, we have people come in all the time, and we'll do a free, we'll do a free fall assessment for them. It takes two minutes to do, and we can tell them in two minutes their probability of having a fall. And with that, then we can say, hey, you're great. Keep doing, keep, keep busy, keep active, keep your lifestyle the way it is. Or we can say, hey, you got a little bit of a susceptibility for fall. You know, you really should look at coming into some therapy and, you know, letting us get you tuned up. And then we encourage them to, to start the wellness classes mm -hmm. and stay active. Mm -hmm. um, cause, you know, there's still a lot of people that are very sedentary and, uh, and and not doing as much as they should be doing. And sometimes they need that little push to uh, stay in a class or stay involved and, you know, come with a friend and make it kind of fun, make it a, make it a, uh, a date. Absolutely. So for insurance, I know there's a lot of questions that I'm sure people are thinking like, well, I wouldn't have insurance to cover it, or I don't have a ride to get me there, or, you know, we have Uber today. So <laughs> talk to me about Our kind of the process. Today, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they contacted us, um, you know, our facilities, uh, they will actually come out and get you. They'll, they'll bring you in. And to do a fall screen, there's no charge for that. It's a two-minute test. We can, we can just screen that out and, and then say, hey. But it also gives us objective information. So, I mean, medicine's therapy particularly is becoming very uh, objective driven. So if we can show that they have a probability for a fall and we can say, Hey, it's due to your uh, vestibular system or it's due to your proprioception system, then we can, it's easy to get the, the insurance to agree to authorizing therapy because they know that it's well worth their time to prevent that fall because, you know, I mean, a hip fracture is one of the most costly, uh, medical issues for our geriatric population. And actually, uh, the, the statistics on that's pretty staggering, too. Uh, 
it's getting better, but we're still at about uh, somebody that goes into the hospital with a hip fracture, 65% of the time they don't come back out of the hospital. Mm. So that's a staggering, that's a staggering number. Um, and the insurance knows that too. So if we can prevent those, those things from happening, they're, uh, they're all right with going along with that and, and paying that bill. So absolutely. Uh, but again, the screen is, the screen's a free screen. It takes two minutes to do. We can give them a good prediction of whether they're you know susceptible to a fall or not. Uh, and then if they are, then we can, we can work with them to get them engaged in, in therapy. Wow. That's a great service. What a value that you have for the community, Ron. And, and so when you think about, you know, the population as is the baby boomers are kind of in, in that realm of retirement and thinking about, they want to go travel and they want to be stronger, you know, these classes that you have, are these everywhere around Indianapolis? Um, we've got them. We've, Recap strategies. We have them at Hooverwood Village, and we have we have them at Westminster Village North, uh, and we do some out in Terre Haute at Meadows Manor North. Mm-hmm. And there's other services around too. I mean, um, you know, anybody that wants to really be involved in a, a group like that, uh, they should look into like the Silver Sneakers programs. Those are at a lot of the YMCA's, um, and a lot of the some fitness places have those as well. You know, Silver Sneakers class. And that's a geriatric uh, kind of kind of directed exercise program. Um, they've got different exercise classes with that. I mean, ours is a little more customizable because mm-hmm. we, we take care of such a, a broad variety of patients that, you know, certain people really uh, lean towards the Tai Chi and other people towards the weightlifting. And uh, again, the Parkinson's people, you know, really go after the rock steady boxing, but um, locally there's a lot of resources. Just usually people don't know that they're really out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a matter of getting out there and finding what's available. Mm-hmm. This is really, really fabulous. I think, you know, because when people start with their passion and like you did and, and staying close to healing people and helping people through that journey, that's what leadership is all about. And I love this segment because when you think about things that you don't know and you can learn a little bit and say, can I help my neighbor or my aunt or my uncle or you know, my sister, right? It's anybody that's in your life that may need to be assessed um, because the critical part is, like you keep saying, this 87%. If we can prevent that 87% predictability that you're going to have a fall, uh, then that'll strengthen you to be, have a better quality of life and live longer and healthier. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that that's really the key with that, you know, the preventative side of it. Uh, and again, that's like you said, that's where medicine's really become transformative is that we used to be totally reactionary. Like, okay, after the event occurred, then we figured out what are we going to do about it? And now we're really transforming that to let's take care of it before it occurs and keep it from happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things that the things that people are living with now, they're living with a lot longer than what they what they did in generations past. So, you know, we gotta figure out how to deal with some of these situations and and uh you know, work with that. So mm-hmm. I think we've come a long way. How can the community help you run? What's your, what are your goals? I know your, your strategies. And so we talk about this show as helping people overcome everyday obstacles in their life, right? It fits right in with what this program is about. Well, right. What can we do to help you to get the word out? Well, I mean, this stuff like this is great uh, because I think the more we can inform the public that there are these services available, you know, that's the, that's the real key. Um, I don't think a lot of people know that these these types of things are available to them, uh, or they think that 
it doesn't apply to them or they think that, uh, like you said earlier, like, well, insurance doesn't cover that. So, you know, there's no point in me doing that right yet. But a lot of these things are, are free services and easily accessible. And, you know, like the, this kind of stuff, I mean, just getting out and promoting it uh, is great. You know, the Parkinson's Foundation does a does a fantastic job of uh, promoting their kind of services and the Alzheimer's Association does a great job of promoting their stuff. And we're involved with all those, all those kind of groups that, uh, you know, getting out there and promoting well-being and, and that type of thing. So mm-hmm. we just have to keep plugging away at that and keep out in front of it. Keep out in front of it. So what's the best way if somebody hears this today and says, I need an assessment, I need to come find you. How do we find you? Um, like I said, we're, we're at Hooverwood Village, we're at Westminster Village North, and we're at Meadows Manor North out in Terre Haute where we're providing these services so they can certainly contact uh, any one of those facilities and say they want to talk about the wellness program. Um, we have a 1-800 number. It's uh, 877-60-REHAB, uh, and that's our rehab strategies, 1-800 number. And if they contact that, we can guide them in the, in the right direction of where to go for, for services depending on where they, where they live and their location. Um, you know, we're trying to expand our footprint too. Um, we, we actually, uh, are, are starting to work now with more assisted living buildings and independent living communities providing the wellness programs. Uh, and then there it's, we're doing predominantly more wellness than physical therapy. Uh, but we're providing the classes and then if they have a need, we're providing a little bit of physical therapy with that. Um, but we're expanding that footprint. We've added uh, three communities in the last year uh, where we're doing the wellness programs for that. And, you know, we're, we're trying to expand that all the time because I think, again, being on that front end of the preventative side is where we really need to focus our energies. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think what, you're, what you've talked about today and helping people just understand, you know, the capacity of what's out there and so if they have, you know, for themselves, if they are feeling like they're a little unstable, if they need to, you know, reassess something, then they can reach out and set up an appointment. You know, you can come and get them. Yep. Uh, that's what I love about your uh, your services. You know, it's not going to put all the weight on them. You'll come pick them up. You'll give them an assessment and and really help them start to live a healthier, more physical and healthy well, life. And we, we actually, what, what we end up doing more times than not is actually... Uh, being the referee of a of a family fight because typically the the children of the of the person are always saying you, you need you're you're falling you need some help and the person that's falling saying I don't need any help it was the rug or the cat got in the way or this mm-hmm. and we can actually again like I said objectify that and say here's the reason you're having these falls mm-hmm. and here's what we can do to make it better mm-hmm. because I think the fear for most people is like when they're having these falls like well, this is just the way it's going to be. I can't get any better. This is it. Mm-hmm. And that scares them. Mm-hmm. But when we can take that fear off of that and go, hey, you are having some falls, but here's why you're having the falls, and here's what we can do to keep you from falling in the future, mm-hmm. that's that's empowering. It's kind of mindset, and, right? It's all the mindset yeah. of what they start. And, you know, here, here we go. So this show will be released the mid-March uh, 8th. And so I think about, you know, Mother's Day coming up and people that are going to get together with their families. And so what a great opportunity for them to just assess their family members, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, again, too, that, you know, you'll, 
local health fairs and that type of thing. They're doing that kind of stuff all the time too, where they're they're assessing uh, you know falls and they're assessing just general health. And you know people should utilize those resources and and not be like I said, not be afraid of it, but embrace it and say, hey, there's people out here who are trying to trying to keep me at a high level of of health, and you know what can I do for myself to engage in that and stay at this high level? Cause we see the friction all the time. You know, it's just a big strain between the, the parent and the children of, you know, what do we do? You know, can, can my mom live alone still? Mm-hmm. And can my parent drive still? And, you know, we've got ways to look at that stuff and, and, and pair that out and find out and we can tell them, yeah, they're safe to do this or no, they're not safe to do this, but here's what we can do instead. Um, so it's giving people alternatives because these are, these are the issues that people are dealing with, you know, every day now. Mm-hmm. Every day, every day. Man, Ron, thank you for coming on today. This has been really, really informative and great because we all have somebody oh, in our life that we can, you know, I think we can really start to say, how can we help them? And so when we feel helpless, this is one great way in the community that we can make sure to to do something different and and get involved and bring them in and and give them a little bit more confidence, you know, because it's really scary when you start to feel like you you can't do something any longer. And we may have all been there if we've suffered an accident or a surgery. But for you, you're giving people hope again that they can do things uh, for a longer period of time as they uh, you know as they start to get older. So. Um, thank you very much for coming and sharing today. I really appreciate you. Oh, I'm really glad to do this. This was uh, exciting. Like I said, we just got to get the word out and let people know that the services are out there and they're available and uh, to take advantage of them. Take advantage of them. That's right. I'm going to post everything, Ron. We will promote this on March 8th is when this will release. So we'll get all the information from you. And the 800 number again is one 877 Zero rehab. Rehab, yep. yep. And and Ron Cram, uh, CEO of the Strategies, three locations here around Indiana that you can uh, reach out. And again, free services. They will come get you and uh, you can really protect the health of those that you love. So thank you for being an everyday leader, Ron. And thanks for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to talk to you again. You too. This has been a Joe Lake Studios production.